Hello and welcome to Sounds Of, a podcast created by Drum and Brass with the support of Arts Council England. In today's episode, we hear about the Grassmere Summer Brass School, an event which took place in Grassmere Primary School on two sunny days in August 2023. We'll hear from the event organiser Dave Higson of Burnside Brass, who was supported by Liz Watson and Judy Hoggarth of Drum and Brass. Judy speaks to Dave, to youth leader Rory Knowles, who played lead and delivered a workshop, and also to some of the young people involved. We'll also hear some of the concert the young people played at the end of their weekend together. The group gelled so well together that a South Cumbria youth band is now in the pipeline. And if you'd like more information, you can contact Dave at davehigson2001 at yahoo.com or julie at julie at drumandbrass.co.uk or visit the Brass in Eden Cumbria page on the Drum and Brass website. Well, Julie first spoke to Dave Higson and he explained his role in bringing brass music to youngsters in the area. I organised this um, this two-day brass course for learners and improvers because uh, there's not a lot of opportunities, especially in Cumbria, for, for young brass players to get together and just play some good music. It's like the distances involved in getting people together in Cumbria are quite significant, aren't they? So we've got people together today from Grassmere. Grassmere, Langdale, Kirby Stephen, T-Bay, Keswick... Ambleside and Kendall and that's really impressive to all those young people have not not met each other or played together as a group before today they didn't they they first joined together was yesterday at 9 30 and by 12 o'clock yesterday they were getting on well together and now they're all hanging out and chatting and it's really nice to see yeah yeah there's a social element to banding totally which you get in senior bands when you go to contests and yeah you go in the bar afterwards well this is a children's equivalent of it they're all chatting and which is why we did the games before i I tried to integrate kirby steven the melody makers and don't pick your own don't pick your own players play get some integration going yeah and how how long did you say they'd had pretty much practicing the pieces that they're going to play for the concert i as of yesterday i thought we played about five and a half hours so we started at 9 30 and finished at four and then today we have done about an hour and a half maybe two hours on the music so yeah. in total on the two days uh, so nine nineteen eleven twelve one two three four five six uh, no, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4. So 16 hours in total have been together. I think we've played the music for seven hours. It's so little time, isn't it, really? So little time, like, but know, like, really the improvement, intense. it's intense. Oh, God, yeah, it's visible. Massive. And, yeah, yeah. Well, more from Dave Higson in a moment, but let's hear an extract from the concert itself. <laughs> Thank you. 
what has it taken to put the, the two dice together? Ooh, in terms well, of it's finding the players and getting players to sign up. That's one thing. Finding the right music, the right level. Knowing my players was useful, so I could move two of the players onto bass parts, so they didn't miss out. Obviously, I didn't know the level of the Kirby Steven and the Melody Makers, however, guessed, and it seemed to have worked worked out well. What I have been impressed with is the two trombone players, who've actually come out of their shell and are playing really well, and the second row Cornets. I think it's the name's Ellie. She she's really come out of herself and not afraid not afraid to blow. And they haven't had an awful lot of experience of hearing bands no. or seeing players, which is which, so it's been such a great opportunity. We don't get the opportunity, as I've said, for for youngsters. Yes, you've got Ulverston training band, we've got a training band, you've got a training band, but to actually get 20, 25 people together in a massive group to play music where they can do as little as much as they want yeah. without fear of without fear of being um, ridiculed or laughed at mm. um, but encouraged yeah. then more of this thing should go ahead and, and the downside not enough bands are doing this you've got the summer schools that Harui and I went to you know the International Brass Summer School the, the Summer School at Harrogate and where is the youngsters? Because yes. there's no money in it. Where is well, it? that's it. That's is, is it about money or is it about grassroots and getting bands moving forward again? Top level bands need players to be coming through all the time, don't they? Yeah. So. I've just seen Foden's have got a um, um, P-Bone initiative, but they, they're sponsorship. We've got, we've got mm. a local company mm. helping us, yeah. providing us with yeah. water bottles and, and support. Yeah. But where's the big, you know, where's Geneva? Where's Besson? Where's mm. Dennis Wick? Where's Yamaha? Where's local, you know, our local music shop? He hasn't got the money. Music store hasn't got the money. That's it. So, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and, you know, Brass Band England do a great job and they would come if we invited them. And, and how much time, time have you put it, in oh, to getting this together? In time-wise, I'd say a week yeah. to get the music photocopied, um, make sure I haven't got parts. Yeah. Coming, a week setting of up, work, yeah. making sure we've got enough music stands, yeah. liaising with school, yeah. Liz, our helper. It, it all yeah. it all takes time, and it's never off your mind. It's constant. I've, I mean, I woke up at two o'clock this morning, like sort of trying to plan today because I altered it a little bit. Luckily, I went back to bed at half three and slept for a couple of hours. I know that feeling. And it's just it's that <laughs> juggling of, and then yeah. will people turn up again? You know, what was said in the car on the way back to Kirby Stephen, oh, where they're like, oh my goodness, who was he? Wasn't he scary? I don't want to go back tomorrow. And you won't know until yeah. you rock up. Me and Rory rocked yeah. up at 8.30 and you're waiting, waiting, waiting. But they came back. Well, Julie also spoke to one of the senior members of the orchestra. Rory, um, how Rory. old are you? 17. And how long have you been playing? Seven years or six and a half, around that. And what do you play? The cornet, yeah. How do you learn? Do you have lessons? Yeah, I'm taught by Dave, um, and I have been since I started. He taught me to play from scratch. Um, I went through the Burnyside training band system and progressed to the main band, and now I sit principal cornet of Burnyside. Does that feel good? <laughs> yeah. Is it hard work? I mean, it was to begin with. But it's easier now, and it's not as much of a yeah. stress. 
And what do you think about bands? You're a 17 year old. Mm -hmm. um, lots of calls on your time. You're probably thinking about uni. Yeah. Where does the band fit into your life? Well, I do really enjoy playing, and obviously, a big part of playing the instrument is getting to play in an ensemble with other people and getting, you know, the, the harmony of playing with other instruments that you don't really get with a brass instrument on its own. It's just one note. Yes. <laughs> Not yeah. very music. It's like great. Yeah. Um, so it's a, a big part of the motivation to practice and the enjoyment of playing is getting to play with other musicians yeah. and hearing all that. And you've just been on a course, right? Well, I've been on a few, yeah. Yeah, What what's the one that you've all just been on just before um, this? A few weeks ago we went on the Brass Band Summer School in Harrogate, which is quite big. It's 150-odd like delegates wow. playing with some of the you know best tutors like Owen Farr and um, Les Niche on tuba, you know, helping like cheating and is really organised with sectionals and you know the different bands and everything. And it's really and is it residential? Yeah, yeah. And is it expensive? Considering it's all paid for, you get food. You yeah. know, it's, you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. Basically, the whole week. It's pretty cheap. So what's your ambition in the next few years with your instrumental playing? Yeah, I, I want to go off and study music at, you know, university, um, college, potentially the Royal Northern or Royal Welsh or Birmingham. Not necessarily to go professional just because I really enjoy playing and I want to... Three years of being at university itself, or, you know, worth yeah. it for that yeah. and then being at the level I'll be at after that is a great what would you say to um, a young person thinking about taking up an instrument well I never for a long time didn't enjoy it I was kind of doing it because you know it's what you do as a child you do what you're told and you, you know you go to that and you do this and you play that sport and all of that um, and it was only a couple years ago that I actually started enjoying playing and got them, you know, wanted to play on my own behalf and didn't see going to band as a chore and all that. Um, and I think that's because it's when you go past a certain point in playing, it doesn't, it's not a chore, you, you enjoy how it sounds, you enjoy what it, you know, you enjoy the part of it when you're good enough that you can feel like you can play. members of the orchestra thought about the build-up to the big day. What's been your favourite thing? My favourite thing's 
been um, playing Pirates of the Caribbean because it was the only piece I could actually play. I, I think you sounded really good. I could hear you. Thank you. What was your least favourite thing? My least favourite thing was playing the hard stuff that I had no chance of playing. <laughs> <laughs> Any examples? Harry Potter. What, do you, what did you do in your practice? Time. <laughs> <laughs> I played three scales, um, which took me forever, and then I just did like my pieces because that's the stuff I was focusing on. Do you do them top? Do you do them the start to the end, or do you pick on little bits? Um, um, my practices are sometimes quite hard because my mum makes me do stuff that she knows I'm not capable of. Well, technically, I am capable of them, but I, I don't want to do them. Yeah, also, I was practicing for my grade one for a long time. What did you feel when you were playing? Happy. Why did you feel happy? Why did you feel happy? It was fun. Um, I felt concentrating. I just felt concentrating. I felt I felt proud when it went right, but also embarrassed embarrassed when it went wrong. You've been listening to Sounds of, a podcast created by Drum and Brass. We're a community interest company focusing on music for well-being with safety, inclusivity and diversity in mind. If you'd like to find out more, do take a look around the Drum and Brass website, www.drumandbrass.co.uk. Thank you for listening, and if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and you'll hear about the next episode as soon as it drops. Our special thanks go to our guests, Dave Higson, Rory Knowles and Julie Hogarth, to our funding partners, Arts Council England, to our presenter and technical support, John Sinclair, and to you for listening today. Drum and Brass, putting music in the community and doing music differently. Music differently.